making a list makes a plan. Getting those things down on paper gives you a plan of what to do. And you no longer have to wonder or worry and like go in circles and kind of be scatterbrained a little bit over. And how many people do a half of this and a half of that and they come back over here and then they go back over there. Guys, follow a list, stay organized, stay on track. This is not just for any specific person. This is for all of us. We all can make a list and stay on track. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I am your official host, Christy Code Red, but I'm always, well, not always, but I love when I'm joined by Carrie Thompson, second in charge. Carrie, thank you for being with me right now. Thank you. For those of you that don't know, I am the co-host. Ah, uh, can I have that title? Can we talk to somebody about me getting that title? No. <laughs> also, I am wearing my Unity shirt. For those of you that are watching on YouTube, I'm going to lean over. So you can see my Unity shirt, limited edition thing that Christy did recently, and I love it. I'm going to live in it. Well, I wish I would have known you were wearing yours. I would have worn mine. I, I, uh, that looks so good on you. I knew it would. Oh, thank you. We do have some matching shirts we could put on the next time we podcast. That's yes, all I'm <laughs> that's right. We could, we could be twinsies. That's right. <laughs> thank you for joining us on another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle ranked really high. And it's all because of you guys with your ratings and your reviews and your, your loyalty. We are so thankful for that. This doesn't go unnoticed and we appreciate that. We appreciate all of your involvement. Don't forget 10poundtakedown.com is where you can go to get started with Code Red. Don't click on it in the show notes while you're driving though. Please don't mess with your phone while you're driving. Please just drive both hands on the wheel. Guys, today I love this subject. I love all the subjects, but I really love this one because it just kind of makes me salivate when I think about we're talking about the joy of crossing things off your list. Yes. And I love this because I think it's been a couple of years ago, Christy, that the whole Marie Kondo, Sparking Joy, Marie Kondo thing kind of came into light. I know I binged watched all of the, the, she only had one season, I believe. I binged watched all of them. But even before that, Christy, you and I have lived very organized lives. And I believe that it has led to success in so many areas. And so today we want to talk to you about what it's like to live an organized life, and why you should maybe consider living an organized life. And I remember being kids, Carrie. Now, I don't know how mom, I don't let me just tell you, because I know we were raised the same, but I took it maybe different than you, maybe not. But I remember, I specifically remember the day that mom taught me how to make my bed. And we had books. I remember those books that taught us um, how to make our bed. And then she came in there. She showed me how to do it. And the way that she had so much joy when she was teaching me and so much excitement and she was making it to me, parents, listen, parents, you have more influence on your kids than what you think. And so she was really excited when she was telling me how to make my bed. And she was just like, look at how beautiful this is. Look at this. And then now when you go to clean your room, you first make your bed everything goes on your bed and then you go from there. And I remember from that moment on, I have had such 
I've always wanted a clean room and a made bed. Christy, I make my bed every morning, every morning without fail. And it's just become a habit. And of course, my husband's this way. In fact, I got to tell you something funny. I just heard, because Anne-Marie's room is close to my studio here, my studio, otherwise known as my office, otherwise known as the spare bedroom. Um, and I, I just heard a conversation between Sergeant Major Thompson and Anne-Marie. For those of you that don't know, my husband is active duty military, 24 years. And I just heard a conversation between the two of them. And he said, I need you to get out of bed and make your bed. And she said, okay. And then he comes back in and he goes, that's not how you make your bed. <laughs> because she doesn't like a top sheet. So it was all rumpled. Well, I just went in to say something right before we started. And Christy, the top half of the comforter was folded down perfectly. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I said, oh, I said, I think Sergeant Major made this bed. And she was like, he helped me. I was like, clearly, clearly you don't have a fold in your bed. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> like the comforter was like, just down like a perfect three inches. But I think that one good indicator, now don't be writing me nasty letters because I'm saying this, don't be putting mean things into this podcast right here. But I think one good indicator of your level of organization in life and your level of joy of lists and all that kind of feeling, that kind of organized life, your Marie Kondo-ish, how Marie Kondo-ish are you, okay? Um, that is indicated in do you make your bed every morning? I'm just going to say it, Christy. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to put it out there. If you don't make your bed, I have a feeling, not everybody, but that your life may be somewhat chaotic from the bed on out. And again, this is not everybody. Some people could run Fortune 500 companies. Of course, they probably have people that make their beds, but, and they maybe don't make their beds. So I'm not saying everybody. Well, there are studies that show that when people make their bed, that tends to, it sets up your day for good decisions all day long. So what are you doing? And lots of people have done speeches on this and stuff. You're making your bed and you're starting right off with a, a serotonin hit or a dopamine. I don't know. I don't know enough about the brain chemistry, but you're starting right off with a decision to make the bed and then getting something accomplished right off the bat. And you're, and it looks good and it's a good feeling. And I'm telling you, I know it sets up your whole day of, of making good decisions. I mean, do we always make this good decisions all day long? No, but getting that bed made is getting you on the right track. And one of the things that I know, um, again, depression is a very horrible thing. And I don't think Christy nor I, I mean, we, everyone goes through bouts of blahs, but like a major depressive disorder where you can't get out of bed and it's a horrible, horrible, those are horrible, horrible mental illnesses to suffer from. It's awful. Um, but one of the things that we do work on with people with mental illnesses is you'll say, make the bed because then you can't get back in it. Well, of course you can, but I think that is the mindset is it helps them set themselves on the right path for the day. Again, mental illness is awful. I don't think that making the bed is a solution for everything, but it is one of the techniques that they use is get up, make the bed. If that's all you do, just get out of the bed and make it. So Christy and I think the very first thing on your list every day, your list should yes. be making the bed. Christy, I have so many lists, things I can make <laughs> lists on, like within reach. This one, this one, I have a, oh, I have a typed out one right here. 
I just can't seem to help myself. I, if you ever want to send me a present, it could be one of those from the dollar store, those you can tear off a top and yes. it's like to do today. And it's got a giraffe all the way up the side. I don't care. I love those. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like, I have a perfect like size, like right here that got this from Katie in Texas and, and I used up, this is the very last sheet, but this is a good size for me. And I have to have my right pen, you know, and I have different pen options, but I got to have my pen and I keep the little notepad around as well. I'm a list maker and there is so much satisfaction from crossing things off your list. Now you can become obsessed with, I mean, Joyce Meyer talks about like, are you kind of in a negative way? Sometimes she makes a point about, are you a list maker? But, and she says, we just feel so prideful about our list. Like, look at how much I got done. But I do. And, and she kind of makes it into it. Like, because sometimes we take it too far. I don't think we take it too far. I think it's incredibly satisfying to make a list and cross it off. I do too. And you have to, here's the teal. I don't know if Chrissy knows this. Everyone that has OCD, can I get a, can I get a <laughs> yip, yip? But I have to use a different pen to cross off. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> if I'm going to cross it off, it has to be a marker. Well, it's got to be the size of a horse's leg. Yeah. It's got to be a marker and not just. <laughs> Look at it. I'm the same way. Sis. Yeah. You can't cross it off. Oh. If you write it with a fine point pen, you have to cross it off with a black Sharpie. I, That's I couldn't all I'm agree saying. more. Black Sharpie wants to sponsor me. Yes. I'm all for it. Code red, carry it. Code red, I don't know. I'm just teasing <laughs> Um, but I have to, I have to cross it off with a Sharpie and that way you can get these big lines. You get the feeling, Christy, if things are really bad in my life, you can always tell if things are bad, if things are stressful, if things are, I'm up against the wall because I'll type out my lists. Oh, that's when you know that it's gotten real. It's, it's real at the Thompson household. When I actually type out my list, sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed, um, this, this will probably be carrying Christie's mental health. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, cause people could probably listen to this and be like, yeah, uh, what? But with, I find a certain amount of solace and comfort in typing out the list on a word document and printing it and then setting it down. It's bigger. I can see the whole thing. I can get a big picture. Do you know what I mean? I know for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. And for me also, it's kind of a happy and a sad day when I've got, Everything, I have 10 items on my list. They're all crossed off, but two of them. And I don't have any more room to write things more below it. So I start a new list. I take those two, I put them on a new list. Well, now I don't have the satisfaction of seeing all those crossed off items. And so it's, kind of, it's a happy day because I got eight of them done, but it's a sad day because I don't get to look at the black Sharpie mark. That is so funny. You're like, oh, I gotta start over. It's like starting a new book series. And you can be, you can really become obsessed with like, you got to be careful here, like um, to not get too crazy about not being able to finish your list. I mean, I know that for me, and I've been transparent about this, that an, a good, a day, a productive day for me is getting things off that list done. And if I don't, it is not a productive day. It's almost a wasted day. Now, I think that's taken things a little bit too far. I think that it's like, really, Christy, a wasted day? Now, a lot of you guys listening right now, you're wasting days. Uh, you're binge-watching Game of Thrones. You are screwing around on Instagram. You are just sitting around in your pajamas all day long. You really aren't getting anything accomplished. That's not good. Now, becoming obsessed about your list, that's not good. We don't want you to swing from one way to the other. We want you to fall right in the middle. But there is so much joy from crossing things off your list. And one thing I think that really will help, Christy, 
people is that if you've never been a list maker, put little things that you're going to do anyway on your list because it'll keep you motivated. So Mm. if you're going to drink, if you're a code red rebel and you're going to drink your gallon of water every day, put your 20 ounce, you know, however many 40 ounce bottles. Like if it, for me, it's three 40 ounce bottles. I put that on my list. It's good to go. And then you can cross them off. I'm going to get out of the bed. I'm going to, um, get in the shower and put on makeup, put, I do this sometimes when I, when I'm struggling, I'll put shower and makeup and it's, there's something, there's a power. It propulses you forward propulses. It, it, what's it? Propels, propels. Propels. There you go. It, I don't know why I said propels. It propels you forward when you have, when you are moving forward on a list. So then you say things like in, and don't go crazy. Do all the laundry guys. Here's a tip. Put away the laundry that's currently on your bed. You don't have to say do all the laundry because that might be overwhelming to you. So you may put in wash and dry one load today. That's okay. It's okay if you take the basket that's currently on your bed and put it away. You're making progress. I always told my graduate students, as long as you're moving forward, as long as you're just fail, if you fail, you're failing forward. All I want, we want for you is to move forward. Little changes make such a big difference. So if it is, if it's you putting away that one thing of laundry, if it's you writing down your water, if you say, I'm going to do a 15 minute yoga class on YouTube today, it's just making little changes that move you forward to being better and getting things done and lists help so much. I can't put a list on a phone. That feels like, no, I can't like either. Wrong. I'm Evil. with you. I'm with you. Like, no. Well, if I don't have piece of paper and pencil, then this list is not getting written. Like yeah. I'm not putting a list on my phone. What do you think I am? A yeah. What is this? Thing? Like, <laughs> yeah. What is this? I'm with you and, and people, I do everything on my phone. My phone, I don't even walk across the room without my iPad tucked under my arm. So I do everything, but that's the one thing I can't. Now I will tell you, I like the I like what you said. Put things that you know you're going to do on your list. Yes. I think the good word for that is primes. It primes you oh. for getting things done. I just thought of that as you were talking, and it does. It primes you for okay, what's next on my list? And there are so many people way smarter than us that have all done like they've had whole careers just based on this whole thing and the psychology behind it. We don't know. That's not in our wheelhouse. We just know what we know. But there is so much power in helping you keep track and stay on track and accomplishing. Now I've had a head injury. I sustained a head injury called second impact syndrome back in 2006, 2005. I'm trying to remember one of those. And so I can't remember certain things and people joke, well, that's just a part of getting old. Well, at the time of this recording, I'm 44. I don't think I'm old. I don't feel old. And, but I cannot remember anything unless it goes on the list. I mean, it has to go on the list right then like whatever I'm doing, I've got to stop. I got to put it on that list right then. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's second impact injury is like what the NFL players have. It's a very serious thing. And I, Chrissy does really well, but she also recognizes it and plans for it, which is the biggest part. But I think that you're right, Christy, writing it down. And Christy, I have never even hit my head and I can't remember. (laughs) You have no excuse. I mean, I've smacked it a few times, but I ain't never got hit in the head that I know of. The one thing I have a story to tell. Are you ready, Christy? Yeah, I'm ready. This is kind of very personal and I'm a little bit shocked I'm sharing this, but I want to tell you about a story about my husband and I, when we very first got married. So we very first got married and, um, you know, Christy and I are both Christians and I had been very overwhelmed. Now we did well, 
financially, but it was, I felt like we were paying little bills to everybody. So like this to this and this to this and this to this and this to this. And it was just terrible. Well, I had really been praying about it and trying to figure out what can we do. And we didn't really have a great idea of what we actually, we knew we could pay all our bills and we had money left over. That wasn't it. It was just that we didn't have a good idea of the big picture, Christy. So I felt like God, for those of you that believe in God, said to me, you need to get this part of your life figured out. Like you need to get this in order, Carrie. Having enough money for your bills doesn't mean you're in a good financial place. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So Christy, I sat down and I call it embracing the monster. And Mm. I embraced the monster. Mm. I wrapped both arms around it. And I sat down with a stack of bills and I was like, so I know we're paying $25 a month to Sears, but how much do we owe to Sears? You know, that kind of thing. Right. And Christy, I made a list and it was painful. It was painful. And it was stuff from, you know, my husband has been divorced. So it was stuff that, you know, his ex has left him with. It was moving expenses. And again, this has been years ago, guys. This has been years ago. And I said to him, I feel like I need to show you this list. And he was like, but we have enough money for our bills. And I'm like, but that doesn't mean anything. Anyway, the list was key guys. I wish I would have kept the original list guys Mm. because I put on it, Carrie and Brandon's plan. And I worked through all of those debts. And I think it was a year we had them. We used a method called the snowball method. You guys are all aware of how that works. I'm not going to go over financial stuff. That's not my point. But Christy, every time he and I got to cross off, Sears, $1,100, paid off, crossed it off. And then it was, you know, Cabela's, you know, that meat grinder, $600, crossed off. I mean, we paid within a year, year and a half, we paid all of it off. And I'm telling you, it is because I was brave and I faced it and I made a list. Having that list up on my bulletin board, like the one I have over here, was key to our success because no longer was it, oh, I think like you guys, oh, I may have meal prepped. Oh, I think there's so many grams of carbs in an egg or, oh, I think I drank this much water. I think we owe $2,000 to this visa. It was none of that. It was clear. It was black and white in front of me and I couldn't run from it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the message, even though that's kind of an embarrassing and painful story to share with you guys. That's the message I want to share with you guys is that if you make a list, if you get your life in order, and if you put the simple things, be very specific on your list, empty one load of laundry, put it away. That's okay. I'm going to clean out everything that's in the sink today. If it's 10 days worth of dishes, get them out of there. Don't put clean the kitchen, put clean the sink. So you guys, this or prep for two days, I'm going to meal prep for two days. I'm going to cut up my veggies and get them in baggies today. That's my goal for today. So these are things that you can do that will ultimately start to organize your, not only your life guys, but your health. Do I care what your closets look like? Not really, but do I care that you lose that extra 30 pounds? Yeah, I do. And I think that these kinds of things can trickle down into your health journey. Well, there is so much power in facing the demon. And there is a saying called what gets measured gets managed. And that's what Carrie did. She embraced it. I know that for me, like just uh, touching on your point, Carrie, instead of just saying do floors, I put sweep floors. And then the next one I put mop floors. And now we have two things to cross off. It's not just, I don't lump things. I break it down. The the more granular you get, the better. And that's more things you get to cross off your list. And it does, it trickles down into every area of your life. It's not okay 
that you, we don't, on Code Red, we don't fly by the seat of our pants. We just don't. And on a custom program, it is required that you have every drop of every gram of every morsel of every crumb pre-planned, pre-measured, and pre-logged the night before. That's on a custom program. That's not on one of our challenges. But if you decide you want to really lose the weight and get all the weight off and get it off fairly quickly, then you're going to want to do a custom program and understand that is what is going to be required of you. That you're going to have to make sure you stop. You say, just a second, mom needs a break. Hold on. Not mom needs a second. Give me five minutes, kids. And you yep. say, what have I got thought out? What can I put? I got to measure it. I got to you know, weigh it out. And that detail is what helps you. It does trickle. And man, these being this detailed in your life does trickle down into every area of your life. Right. Don't write exercise today. If that's right. part of your health journey, right. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to turn on because, you know, maybe the gym's closed. I'm going to turn on YouTube and I'm going to do a 20 minute booty blaster video. You know what I mean? Just put 20 minute, but then you don't have a way. Maybe you guys don't do this, but I try to wiggle around mm -hmm. and wiggle out of it. Well, okay. I did half the floors, but if you force yourself to be specific, I believe it leads like chicken in the crock pot. Okay. This is for people that, for instance, want to eat. I used to do this with pot roast, you know, put a pot roast in and then divvy it up for the days. Because again, Chrissy's saying with a custom program, you do that. So if you say pot roast in the crock pot Saturday morning, that it's in, and then it's like put crock pot in individual glass containers done. So I think Christy's right. Being specific and walk with family two laps around the block. That is very specific. That is manageable. You can do that. And I'm telling you, there is such a sense of pride. I don't know about you. I am motivated. Christy, I still make lists for my kids. I do. Well, I was just going to yeah. bring up the kid because I think parents, you guys should have a chore chart and it should go on the bottom half of the refrigerator. That's at their eye level. And I don't care how small they are guys. Your little kids can pick up dog poop because it's just like picking up Easter eggs. It's not heavy. It can be done. No, it's not as far as the weight goes, as yeah, far as the, the weight, weight and the distance to the ground. I'm talking about physically, even little kids can pick up dog poop, put a little glove on it, or teach them how to put their hand in the bag and to protect their hand. And guys, a chore chart might include making your bed. It might include whatever is appropriate for your three-year-old. And I think you should start them young, but then they get to put a check mark on the chore chart next to whatever they accomplished. And man, talk about a sense of pride. I do. I give Anne Marie, I'll take a sticky. I mean, I, Oh my Lord, Christy, I have, I can't open this because my microphone's attached, but I have 5 million stickies over here and I'll take a sticky and I'll put, I need you to do this, 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 and this, and I'll put little boxes and maybe one of them says, take a shower, wash your hair, brush your teeth. And I have a whole list. Like I need you to unload and put away or, you know, unload the dishwasher, put away your laundry. And I just say, I need you to do these things. And man, that kid will get started on it. You'll be setting your kids up for a lifetime of obsessiveness. No, I'm teasing. You'll be setting your kids up for a lifetime of being organized. And when you get to college, if someone's going to college, those of you that have been to college know what I'm talking about. Christy knows, especially graduate school, you have to stay on it. Do you know why people, I used to teach online graduate school for nursing. Do you know why people fail at online graduate school for nursing. It's not because they don't have time. It's not because they don't want the master's degree. It's because they cannot get themselves organized, Christy. They cannot get themselves organized. And that part of that is understanding how to prioritize work and workspace. And I just think that was the main reason people would go, well, I'm just so, and I would just go, 
that's not really what's going on. Do you know what I mean? When I was teaching. Uh, that's a great point. Another thing that you might find difficult if you cannot sleep and I have had this happen for me before, yes. get up and do a brain dump, take a pen, take a paper and start writing down everything that is on your mind. I'm not the first person to say this. I won't be the last, but it is very, it will really free you to at least put your thoughts down on paper and help get those thoughts off your mind, off of your worry. You're, you're worrying about it. And I then love that. get it organized down in on the sheet of paper, at least get it off your mind. So you can finish, you know, two o'clock in the morning, you got another four hours of sleep. Yeah. And just to unpack that a little bit more, Christy, for me, if I'm stressed out and I make a to-do list right before I go to bed, I don't have to do a brain dump like Sally really made me mad. And, and my husband's currently snoring for me. It is, if I can just make a to-do list, I'll bring in and I'll just sit in the bed and I'll say to Brandon, okay, what do we need to do tomorrow? And I'll write it down. And Christy, a sense of peace comes over me and I'm okay to go to bed because I have a plan for as soon as I wake up, no matter how bad your day is, no matter how you will just feel so much more, just so much more organized. And it it brings a sense of calm. Some of the things that I noticed, let me just bring this up as an example, Christy. So having been ICU nurse for many years, I had the opportunity to train a lot of nurses and I found the ones that we would call them swirlers. How many nurses out there are like, amen, I've met these nurses and they have so much to do a really bad situation. So let's say you have a person laying in the bed. We think they have a bad, you know, uh, some kind of a, you know, like a DTE. Oh my gosh. I can't think of what I'm trying to say. A blood clot. I don't know why that just left my brain. So they have a, they have some kind of thrombosis. And so you need to get an ultrasound. You need to get blood work. We got to get them to CAT scan. We got to. And so then the doctor will give you like 10 orders, all of them important, all of them at once. But we need to see where this blood clot is. We need to understand what's going on. And nurses won't know how to get it all organized, Christy. So they'll just kind of, I've seen them literally just stand and go in circles because they don't know what to do Mm -hmm. first. And the best nurses I've trained are the ones who can go, okay, so we need a CAT scan. We're going to need an x-ray. We have to do blood work. So while we're getting ready to go to the CAT scan, somebody, and they'll write it down. Somebody can come in and draw the blood. So let's get that done. We have to do the, the ultrasound when we get back. Do you know what I mean? They stay really organized and then they kind of, and I've met nurses that literally have lists for their shift. And when I was new, I had lists. Did you do this? Did you do this? And I mean that you avoid swirling and swirling is not just nurses. Swirling is in real life. It's moms, it's executives. You don't want to sit there and go in circles because you don't know where to start. And if you're wondering where to start, a list is a great way to start. Making a list makes a plan. Getting those things down on paper gives you a plan of what to do and you no longer have to wonder or worry and like go in circles and kind of be scatterbrained a little bit over and how many people do a half of this and a half of that and they come back over here and then they go back over there guys follow a list stay organized stay on track this is not just for any specific person this is for all of us we all can make a list and stay on track i agree and it is dvt DBT. I do know my stuff. Y'all be like, is she here? Really you've been out of the game for a little while. No, I'm telling you, like, it just left my brain. Well, what I was getting mixed up was DVT is deep vein thrombosis and VTE is venous thrombotic event. Like, you just have a clot somewhere. And so I was getting those two mixed up in my head because I was trying to tell the story and think of a, of a character a character for my story. I don't know why I make things more complicated than they have to be. I need to write that on my list. Just a minute. <laughs> do some research on. 
thrombotic events. <laughs> That's right. We hope this helps you guys with, if you're not a list maker, we strongly encourage you to become one. Personally, I can't believe anybody can get through a day just remembering what they have to do in the order in which they have to do it. I can't even wrap my head around that at all. I don't know how you're accomplishing anything. So more I power agree. to you. If I agree, but that's that. how we are, you know, and we would love for you to at least try this. If you're having trouble getting organized, I would love for you to try, you know, just adding a few things to a list and see how it goes for the day. You know, getting the list done, it's going to take the pressure off of you to yes. have to remember everything. There's no way you can. You've got too much going on. And then you get frustrated with yourself when you don't remember or you forget something. And I tell you, Carrie, just the other day with you, you asked me to do something. And I tell you, I didn't write it down right then. And I flat out forgot. And it was a really big deal. And I, that really, I haven't stopped thinking about that. And that has bothered me ever since. And it's just like, dang it, Christy, you know better. You got to write it down right then or you'll forget. So it does take the pressure off you to have to remember it'll eliminate situations like that where work does not get done. I mean, a big, a big part of Code Red did not get done because I did not do what I said I was going to do because I didn't write it down. So it happens to all of us and you don't need to be in this. You don't need to be in that mess. Write things down, guys. Make yourself a list. And I, I want to hear, I want everyone to just feel that good feeling that you got to use a Sharpie, guys. You got to use a Sharpie. When you cross it off with a Sharpie on the list, <laughs> maybe it's just me. Maybe I like the smell. I don't know, Christy, but <laughs> there is something about making a plan and following through with the plan. You are smart. You can do this. This will trickle into your health if you let it. You just have to be intentional. And if you're intentional and a list is intentionality. That's what it is. That's what a list is. And a list is saying, I'm going to be intentional today. So show me how intentional you can be by trying out the list and see how that works for you. And being intentional with your list will trigger down to being intentional yes. with your food, being yes. intentional with your movement, being intentional with your, with your words. And of course, we think being intentional with your food is going to heal your body, which is going to yes. spill out into every area of your life and elevate it. But uh, we could go on and on. But Amen. Start another podcast. <laughs> Part two. We hope you enjoyed Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. 10poundtakedown.com is where you can go to join us on the next challenge. We'd love to have you. Please don't touch your phone while you drive. Please just listen. Let it just roll on to the next podcast. You guys, thank you so much. And Carrie, as always, thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? Then all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. And in that review, ask anything you want related to health, weight loss, or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.